Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 444 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined on location, but not this location, but a location in somewhere in Wisconsin by Ben Askren. Ben, how are you? I'm not an alien. I am on planet Earth. He's on planet Earth. A location on planet Earth. And that's the only information he'll give us about his whereabouts. And that's and we just have to accept that, and it's fine. Um, ben, basically every day, there's Penn State news dropping like crazy. Oh, my goodness. How about Adam Busiello making his return to Penn State after so many years of wanting to be with them while he was in high school? Well, it's Spends weird. semester at Arizona State, and he's back. He committed at around age 12, and then... As uh, things materialized, he ended up decommitting from there and going to Arizona State for about, we'll call it 45 minutes, and then he leaves Arizona State, reunited, and it feels so good. He's back at uh, so back at Penn State. You guys are more experts on this than me. I don't recall him ever being in the transfer portal. Do you? We, I, we ran an article yeah. on Halloween about it. Spooky. <laughs> so he was he was he was he was in fact in the portal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um so Kenny the obvious I mean this is so he's making 25 obviously. No way. That's why he's back. Come no on. No way. Dude, why why else is he's he back? He's not going Christian? 25, man. Why else make... is he back? What? So you want to sit on the bench behind Bravo Young and Nick Lee? Why why would he show up? Well, he's got redshirt this year for one. Um okay. I'm almost positive of that. And then next year, who knows what happens? They can redshirt RBY and throw him in at 33, or RBY and Nick Lee could bump up and he slides in at 33. Nick or Lee could redshirt. Nick Lee could redshirt. Come on, man. He's making 25, isn't he? He no way, dude. You got a plan? Like, he could barely make 26. <gasps> Didn't he need like Ben? He's not making 25. Ben, I don't Why care. Bringing him I back know I was right now. Then before and I was wrong, but he's not gonna make 25. <laughs> So it's impossible. I don't think it's. Po- I mean, maybe he can. I don't think he should. Also, I, I don't think he'd be effective, like as had, effective as he could be in another weight class. Basically, Adam Buziello would win Super Thirty Twos. He would do the day before weigh in, cut all kinds of weight, and just be enormous for many of the weight classes he yeah. was in. And that caught up with him the last time. And I think that was at twenty six, right? Yeah, twenty six was the so. last year. He might have even been thirty two. I don't. Last year. I don't think so. I really – I don't see him making – maybe maybe he can. I don't think that's why. He was well, – Why did it happen now then? Why did it happen now? 
The timing is strange. The timing. I th- I, th- yeah. I think it's purely Maybe. coincidental. Here's what I'll say. It's, it's um they're just getting it all out. It was Adam was it was pretty much known behind the scenes that Adam was going to Penn State after the Arizona S- yes. State thing didn't work out. So that was kind of known. Okay. And then Teske leaves or goes in the portal. So I think they're like, okay, let's just get all this out at once. Let's not trickle out the news. The semester's just starting. Semester yeah, just that, started. That's why I don't think it's that strange because, like we talked about, Kirkfleet had to finish out the semester at Ohio State, supposedly, according to his NLI. And so it would make sense that Busiello would also have to finish out a semester for his NLI, and then Penn State's just starting theirs. Yeah. So it, the timing does kind of make sense to me. Okay. What? And, and Teske probably if he chose the semester, to. too. Right. Right. So could he make 125 this weekend if he chose to? Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> well, I'm just saying, can he wrestle? Let's just say eligibility-wise. Not can he make the weight, but eligibility-wise, could he show up on Friday and wrestle? Um, I would guess so. I would, Yeah, I would assume probably, but I doubt we see him. He's on the roster. This year. Last night, he was not on the online roster. He is now. No picture, though. No picture yet. Or bio. Well, they, you can't throw a guy without a picture. They could use one of his pictures in the old school Penn State singlet that had the white belt on it from Super 32s in uh, days past. Yeah, they don't even have to give him a singlet. No, they he just used that issue. one. Yeah. Buziello's a bargain because he comes with like four Penn State uh, singlets already. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I really just don't see him going 25 this year. But obviously that would be a potential solution for him. I don't see that. Teske leaving was – it's also interesting because that was something that was speculated months ago. Like last yeah. spring, I want to say, or summer. It's like Teske leaving Penn State or not, not going to work out there. And then he wrestles a match for him. He wins the spot for a time and then ultimately is, is, uh, is leaving the school. So, I mean, to me the more interesting storyline for this year is like where does Teske wind up back at uh, – or yeah. end up wrestling at – Division One, right? Somewhere in the Midwest, I, I would think, right? Whether it's um, I, I saw in the notes, North Dakota State, Minnesota, um, those guys. But you know, Iowa obviously doesn't need somebody. I don't think Iowa State needs somebody. You uh, and I, not really. So, State of Iowa is kind of out for him, huh? I think I think he's. If I had to guess right now, I would say you and I. Really? I think so. I think there's interest there. I know there was interest okay. there both sides back in, during the recruiting process is it's interesting the way this all played out because this was basically like Tom Brands versus Kale Sanderson for Brody Teske like they both like loved him and wanted him and, and thought he was um s- s- someone they needed to get for their program it yeah it, it was always sort of confusing to me because I was like eh, I think he's talented I think he scraps hard but I think he's more, more of a project but I know that uh, I think you and I would be a good fit both roster-wise and just, like, fit. I think Iowa State actually is kind of a fit, too, for at least roster-wise for them. If, Iowa, I never really understood because they're, they're so good down there. I didn't know where he would necessarily start for, for Iowa. Yeah. Hey, I'm sick of Penn State talk. Can we talk about something else? Yeah, let's do it. Well, we, I want to get Nomad. What? What? Nomad. I, 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 I did want to get into the Iowa versus Iowa State um, thing real quick with Teske. So, Iowa, uh, Northern Iowa, they have Kyle Biscoglia, Richard, freshman. Kyle Goldhofer, freshman. Drew Bennett, Richard, freshman. The first two guys are 125. The second guy's at 133. 
Um, so I think Iowa State actually probably makes a little more sense, especially if he's going 33, because then you could go Reeves 25, uh, Teske 33, and then Gomez up to 41. Yep. Yeah. So Teske's bumping for sure. That's that's done deal. No, oh, I'm just going I'm speculating. Okay. All right. That's, Fair that's my assumption as well. Because I think he's bigger than Reeves now. Can he beat Todd Not Small? Oh, that's well, a Small's question. Got, uh, Small has, has one more year left. Year. Yeah. He's a retro junior. I thought he was senior. Right, we're talking Todd Small versus Brody Teske. That's when it's time to move on. Ben, yes. break your topic out. 2019 UWW Wrestle of the Year. I think this is a ridiculous pick. I want to see if Nomad also thinks this is a ridiculous pick. Yeah, I, I mean, so I, I agree with your point that, like, you have to win your weight class to be the wrestler of the year and should you probably, especially in 2019, be when an Olympic weight. But it's they used to do this the same way. Back when it was field, they used to do the same thing. They had this point system, and guys who didn't win Worlds but won, like, two of the other majors, they had this, like, Grand Prix thing, won it, and it's the same thing yeah. this year. Chimizo went to all the rankings events. He went to uh, Continentals, and then he did he made the finals at Worlds. So well, you had a man who who did not get taken down in Jane Cox. Not did not lose. He did not get taken down. You could have picked him very very easily. I think. Okay, so Nomad, I know you know more than the UWW knows. They are they are incompetent. Hey, I'm not from allowed to say that. Gee, Whatever. Ben. Nomad, Nomad, 2019 UWW Wrestler of the Year. Go. Sedge Live. Yeah. Not Cox. Not Jane Cox. No. Yeah. I, I just said I think it should have to be an Olympic weight I in did 2019. Too. I do too. Okay. I think it should be an Olympic weight. So we have a bunch of communists down there. I I knew Austin was moving far left. I didn't know we had communists in the FRL studio. Is communists the thing? He's lost Uh, one time. Who who, who wanna talk about? I am a great patriot. I am I'm a great patriot. I'm picking Jaden Cox. He did not get taken down. Okay, but you know what? Kyle, Kyle, who are you picking? I I like their I I like Jaden. Um but I do like their point that it needs to be an Olympic weight. Steal a statue. Steal his eagle statue. <laughs> Get it out of there. Here, here's the solution. It's confiscated. Because I think I think UWW wants something that is formulaic, and I think they, they can have that. But what they need to do is it needs to be whoever earned the most points, rankings points, that also won a world title, right? Because yes. I'm, I'm okay with Sag Live not getting it because he doesn't really wrestle that much, right? I think it should be someone – it's a year-long award. You can't just show up at, at one tournament and then Worlds and then – you're the wrestler of the year when you wrestled three days or two days, right? Well, I think Tamara kind of gave it away, like, their reasoning behind it. She said to, like, thank – she originally posted it before the press release and was like, UWW told me I won this award and won this money because I went to all the ranking series events. Yes. And to that point, mm-hmm. I like that because we want guy- – the, the best way for this thing to continue getting bigger and bigger and bigger at the senior level is to have stars compete more. It's just very Agreed. difficult when – the, the current setup, the only thing that they're going to do is things that impact Worlds, which for Sedge Live is Russian Nationals, Worlds, and then maybe doing something else like Euros, Euros. or Euregan to prepare for those two things. It also rubs us the wrong way that Shimizu won because he didn't wrestle Burroughs in the finals of the one yeah. ranking yeah. series tournament. He just was like, no, nah, I'm sure. good. I'm leaving. That was Yeah, that wasn't good either. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it should be Frank Shimizu. I think, you should be a, I think the simple solution is win a world title, score the most ranking points, Wrestler of the Year, um, yeah, I wouldn't. It's easy. I w- yeah, it's easy. Look, we fixed it. Mm-hmm. Simple solution. All right. Speaking while we're on the UWW beat, we should talk about Rome. 
Yeah. These entries are insane. Oh, this is fun. So, well, hey, wait, Christian, Nomad promised us something yesterday. He promised us um, his visualization of <laughs> Dake versus oh. Chimizo, and I am so I'm so ready for it right now. <laughs> all right. Let's just let him kick it off. Should we so, dim the lights? First of all, you you promised it for me. You volunteered me to do it. I agreed <laughs> to it. I agreed to it, but you volunteered it for me. Okay. And fair. we can get right into it or we can wait till we get to that wait. I'm I'm fine either way. I don't want I don't want to jump in on anybody. Um why don't we get to it? I think the the anticipation the anticipation. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. However, I think we Chapter should <laughs> I want to get there a little more uh, a little more I want to give people a little bit of time to prepare themselves. Maybe they need to get themselves to a room, okay. turn down the lights, mm-hmm. something get ready. Cuz 57 kilograms is wild. Yes. We're going to have Dayton Fix, Thomas Gilman, and Joe Cologne all there for the Team USA. Additionally, Kumar from India, Stefan Micic, Davidovi, all going to be there, as well as Yatsenko, who I don't know that much about, TBH. But I, I think we're going to learn a lot um, about where Joe Cologne currently fits in at 57 kilograms. I think that's a big question. We kind of know Gilman, Fix, it's going to be pretty close probably. Mm-hmm. But those well, other guys. I, you know what I think about this? It, it, it's interesting. It's Joe Cullen at 57 kilo. Remember, he has been here before. He was uh, he was here in what 2015, I think, in 2016, and he wasn't all. You know, he did make the team. Obviously, he wasn't all that effective. He goes up to 61, and I I just feel like that was a better weight class for him. He was really effective there. Wins the world's bronze medal, and now um, back at 57, I'm not really sure how effective he's going to be. That's obviously a, a large weight cut for him. Um, and sometimes getting too small just really affects you negatively. Yeah, and he's a power wrestler. He he yes. he thrives on horsing guys around, getting to his underhooks. Uh, he's really good counters with with chest wraps. He's got an amazing gut wrench. Maybe the best. Well, Dayton, but one of the best yeah. guts at, at the weight for domestically at least. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Now remember, Cologne did have some time at 57 for a bit. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's been at 61, 61, 61 and come down. He's been at 57. I think he – I don't know if he made a national team at 57. I think he did. Wasn't he in the finals against Ramos? Yes. So, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. made the World Team Trials finals against Mm -hmm. Tony before. So I'm not as concerned. And seeing him at tournaments, he looks leaned out like (sighs) currently. He looks small at uh, Fort Worth. I talked to him in Fort Worth, and he said that – this year, making 57 has been um, – well, not making it, but getting his way down has been a lot better. He said he's been more disciplined. He's at a more sort of mature spot in his life, and he feels really confident about making the weight. And I, I believe him. He looks good. All right, so who, who's winning this weight? Who do you think's the best guy here? I mean, we got Michich in the mix. We've got some other tough dudes. Ben, what, hey, what are your thoughts you on this? this? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. How big are the brackets? Like, what is the likelihood that we actually get to see all of our American guys wrestle each other? Are they are they 16-mans, 8-mans, 32-mans? They're going to hit. Yeah, it's like 11 or 12 entries right now, Ben. So oh, odds are So they're like, going to hit. Yeah. Right. We, we don't know which ones, but, yeah, it'll be Ooh. some combination of Americans plus probably a Michich in there. I mean, we could, we could very conceivably have a semis where it's, you know, Dayton versus Michich and Cologne yeah. versus Gilman. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going Dayton fix then. Yeah, I think so too. Although I think Micic, I think Micic maybe that, and maybe this is total bias from the time they wrestled back in twenty freaking fifteen. Yeah. But they both only gone on to be excellent since that time. But I think Stefan is the toughest matchup for for Dayton. I think that man, all, all I mean, non-American. Dayton did today. tech him. 
like a month before the that they, best two or three series. I know, and then he really he, yeah he made the adjustments. He made the adjustments, and and really Dayton wasn't close. I mean the matches were close, but it was he was really having a hard time scoring on Stevan. Stevan just and Stevan, I think now here's what's interesting. I think Dayton has had a defensive evolution, serious development since that time. Because you remember, but basically, part of the scouting report on Dayton is don't shoot unless you have to, and even then, <laughs> probably still don't shoot because he's just he's just freaky there. And Stevan was able to get in on attacks and finish pretty well against Dayton. I don't know if he'll be able to do that this time around if if he shoots as consistently. Although I've always thought Stefan's a really good finisher. That maybe is is giving me some second thoughts, and I'll say that I think Dayton's going to win this weight as well. Boom. Boom. All right, 65. We're not talking non-Olympic. Some of these have, like, one entry. We thought about cutting Justin Hale down to 70 kilograms and letting him go <laughs> score some ranking points for for Team USA, but uh, we haven't heard back from his representatives. So at 65, oh, man, J.O. Zane, Joey McKenna, Bajrang. Esanpour from Iran, who's really good. Shuptar and uh, some other dudes. Kilixanyan and Ogunsanyan. Well, th- this is this is awesome because we're going to get to see, you know, we just thought we saw what the best version of Jordan Oliver ever was or ever has been. And now we're going to get to see him not only against maybe possibly Zane, but also a bunch of other good guys at the world level. And Jordan, as good as he's been, has never really had a huge amount of success at the world level. And so now we're going to see him against some of these guys and see how it pans out. And if Jordan looked as good as he did in Dallas, was that? That's probably only two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, man, I, I like his chances. He, he just looks so good. His attacks were so crisp. His finishes were so nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to see if he can replicate that performance. I, yeah. I really can't wait to see him, especially if he hits Bajrang. When they met at the Kolov, it, it didn't go well for Oliver, but I think this is a much evolved version of Oliver right it now. It kind of did. I mean, he lost, but he was kind of tooling him up for a little bit there. If I'm remembering yeah. correctly, I haven't watched that match probably since it happened or soon after, but he was dominating and then just hit the yeah. wall and it was over. That's what I'm saying. I think yep. it was like 12-3 in the end. Oh yeah, my it, it, yeah it, it got ugly. He wasn't dominating. Okay. He was up 3-0. Okay, and about two minutes in, you saw you saw him start to to fade, which is like I think what Ben was getting to. Why this is so fascinating? Because for me, one of the biggest things is Jordan's attack rate and cardio are both way up. Yep, and that is the thing that because Bajrang's leg defense is not that great relative to no. his accomplishments. He wins because he overwhelms guys and he stays on the offensive. But if you can keep him on his heels, you can take him down, especially a guy as proficient a leg attacker as Jordan Oliver. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm thinking it's J.O. Because I disagree with you, Ben. I don't think it's necessarily that J.O. hasn't had success on the world level. It's We've only seen him a handful of times. He had that awesome well, match does with Chikayev. Does he have any world levels medals anywhere? Well, yeah, no. he's uh, even at international tournaments, big international tournaments. Yeah, which Where? ones? So he, I don't he, recall. I mean, he was in the finals of the Kolov last year. He medaled at Yasha Do in like 2015. He was bronze in Poland when he lost to Chikayev and Fordham twice. Like okay. Jordan has had plenty, has had not plenty. He's had success on the world level. He just has only wrestled overseas, like. Three, four times. Yeah, he hasn't done it much. It's the lack of times that, that uh, is is the issue. 
So he's been able to do pretty well when he's had the opportunities. Did did the McKenna win over Yanni cost Yanni an invitation to Rome? Possibly, but also – I'm not saying this is why McKenna beat Yanni. I do also think Yanni missed the because he's banged up. He was holding his ribs after the McKenna match. I think it was. I think it's also a precautionary thing. Like I don't want to continue to do damage on my body when I have to get ready for Olympic trials. That was another reason I, I was um, that why I thought Jo would win. I thought y- Yanni been off the mat for a while. Mm-hmm. I just think he needed a, a few more reps before he's going to come in and beat Jo again. That was that was part of my thought. I didn't think we'd see the best version of mm-hmm. Yanni, and I felt really confident that we were going to get that from Jordan. So that was an addition. Uh, an additional thing, but yeah, it could be a, a an injury thing for sure. The the thing for me about the overseas, I would say more so, Zane has not had the success overseas, based on the times we've seen him. Because mm-hmm. his win his win in Worlds in 2017 was over Habit, who we all assumed he would beat because Habit's American, and then his other two performances again, he lost to very tough guys um, in Batirov, and this year he lost to. Um, was it Tobier, the Cuban? Man, he he almost won that one. But it's it's a it's a yeah, I know it's a similar path like over and over for Zane. So the 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 thing that I would like to see, I'm sure the thing we'd all like to see is can he close out matches against a Shuptar, against a Oganessian, against uh you know Bajrang, right? Bajrang especially who's going to come be coming hard yeah. in the in the second period. Um, Esampur, Kilix Lion. Like, there's a lot of really tough guys that he can show us, hey, I can close out matches on a world level. I don't know why, but I feel like Zane matches up great against Bajrang. Mm. What do you think about that, Ben? Ooh. Um, yeah, I would say, because to what you guys are saying, I mean, Bajrang relies heavily on wearing guys out, getting them out of position. He does a lot of high singles. I mean, not really super dynamic offense. And, uh, yeah, I was going to ask, get Nomad, is this another bracket where there's like 12 where the chances of us seeing, say, Zane versus J.O. are really high, or is it a bigger bracket? It's a little bit or bigger than – um, it's a little bit bigger than 57. I'm trying to get the total number. I was – Because I, I would love to see how this version of J.O. matches up against Zane. That would be really fascinating to see because I think this is probably our only opportunity before the uh, Olympic trials in, in April, correct? Or is there even another one that I'm missing? Uh, yeah, it would, I mean, they would have to go to, it, it gets a little dicey because then it's like, you know, who's going to Pan Pan Am Championships, yeah. who's Which going to Pan Qualifier. Yeah, so it's like this may be our last opportunity to see him. So this this weight class looks like it's going to be between about uh, 14 and 16. So I would say there's a there's a decent chance, but if decent they're, chance, if they're yeah. separated, then they, you know, then they got to get through a lot of these tough guys. So I'm picking J.O., and I yeah, feel the, pretty decent about it. The The only other annoying part about these, well, you know I don't love these brackets, but the only other part about, annoying part about these brackets is if they're on opposite sides, the only way they can match up then is if then they go to the finals. If they end up in the wrestlebacks, they stay within their own sides, so we're obviously never going to see them against each other. So we'll, we'll pretty mm-hmm. much know almost right away is either, is either they match up in the finals or they don't match up at all, which is, that's highly annoying. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big, big Repishash fan. What I, I want to sort of go back briefly and say, what are the if you could pick one match that has to happen, you mandate this match happens at each weight, what is it? So for me, at 57, it's Fix Micic. That's the one I want to see the most. I think it has the most implications for... I feel like I know where Dayton stacks up domestically. I want to see where where Micic is against Dayton and vice versa. That, that would be mine. 
Agreed. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that one. And then I would have, I would go Zayn, Zayn Jo. I want to see what the the new version of Jo looks like against Zayn. I'll say Jo Bajrang. Yeah, that's one for me. Mm. I really want to see Jo Bajrang. I think that's going to be the litmus test. We saw it in the in the spring, and what does it look like now? That's the one I really, really want to see. For fifty-seven, um, I would go Cologne fix. Because I'd really like to see where oh. Joe stacks up um, domestically, for all the points that he mentioned about the, you know the great gut wrench and mm-hmm. that you know he's had success at that weight before, albeit uh, day before weigh-in. And then sixty-five, I'd like to see Zane against you know like a Shubtar or an Esampur, like a, a very very good guy that he's going to have to close the match out against. I'd like to see Zane. Um, so I'd like to see Zane against an inter- a high-level international guy. You say close the match out a lot, but it makes it sound like Zane has the lead and doesn't hang on. I know that well, happened, that's what against- happened to Rashidov. That's what happened to Cuba. That's not what happened with Cuba. He was down huge against uh, Cuba. Good point. He I, Rashidov back. is really the 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 example that comes to mind. But beyond that, and, and besides, he, it's not like he was up big. So I don't I don't feel like it's a close out match. He run down Jo before. Mm-hmm. He had he was down big to Cuba and came back. So I don't I don't think it's a hold on close out match. I'm sorry, issue. you're right. It was. He he was down against uh, the Cuban and then was attempting to come back and then the the duel duel and Gable raps came in. It did happen at the Alans. That's what I was thinking of. Against not, uh, I can't remember who it was against, um, but not against the Cuban. So good yeah. point there. Okay. All right, sixty five. Any further thoughts before we go to seventy four? None. Okay, none thoughts. <laughs> seventy four. Dake James Green Logan Massa. Internationally, Frank Chimizo, Demertas, Franklin Gomez keeps growing, Jonas Imami, and uh, Kuramagomedov from Hungary. I'm not as familiar with his work. But, all right, no one's allowed to say anything other than Dake Chimizo or. (laughs) Dake Chimizo, let's go. You're in timeout. I'm pumped. All right, but now. Is this where Nomad breaks it it down? Is it Nomad's visualization hour? Uh, mm -hmm. All right. Damn straight it is. All right, you take it away. Daniel. All right, so both these guys, I think it's very fair to describe them as defensive wrestlers. So I believe that the first period there will be a, a feeling out process. I'm gonna close my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like this. <laughs> so imagine, if you will, two very very uh, athletic, powerful, uh, but defensive wrestlers. So they're feeling each other out, and Chimizo's trying to, you know. Uh, hand fight with with Dake and Dake is very clearly trying to establish his dominance however he's getting moved around the mat a little because he he's trying to lull Chimizo into a false sense of security so Dake goes on the clock first however one thing that we know about Kyle Dake is he hates giving up points so what's going to happen is he's going to get into a seatbelt wizard position over on the edge and he's going to get Ooh. and I told Ben this was going to happen when I was talking with uh, him and Mike Mal about it he's going to get him in the the body lock position like he did against uh, Magamadov. IMR. Well, that he did the IMR also. Sure, he's done to a lot of people. He's good at body locks, and that happens to be Chimizo's work position, worst position. He's gonna get him up in the air. He's gonna bomb him for four on the edge. He's gonna be up four oh, zero. Oh baby! Yeah, he's gonna be up four zero, and then they're kind of just gonna chase each other around the mat till the period ends. Then in the second period, uh, yeah, a little Matador action. Oh, you're you're giving the towel wave there, Christian. Okay. Uh, then in the second period, <laughs> it's kind of actually going to be really boring because Chimizo's not going to be able to get to his legs, and Dake may give up a step out um, or maybe get hit for for passive in the second if he already has one in the first. 
Uh, so four zero four one maybe uh, potentially. You know, Chimiza tries getting something late, and Dake uh, gets off a chest wrap, and it's six zero. But I think it's going to be pretty much one big exchange, and they're both a little tentative. And it'll be the body lock, which, again, kids, Chimiza's worst position. Uh, hey, wow. that's a great visualization. I I think there's a uh, I don't know if it's going to be exactly at the timing he says we have, but I think I think Nomad's right on. I think you know Dake's going to try put pressuring. Um, we've seen him pressure a lot to the edge. He's going to get in either an underhook or a seatbelt position, and that's where he's going to score from. Uh, I think he, you're dead on, and both these guys are, I don't want to say majority defensive, but they score a lot of times off other people's actions. And I see once they gets up by points, I think Chimizo's going to have a hard time coming back. I think he nailed it. Nomad, you didn't refer to one of Chimizo's best positions, the switch. Do you see any scenario where Chimizo takes a bad <laughs> shot so that Dake kind of works his way behind and then quad pod Chimizo goes switch on the edge? I could see that. No, I don't see that because Dake's too smart to allow it to happen. The no. He'll only... hit a re-switch. Exactly. Switch, re-switch. The, the only position that I'm really interested in is because Chimizo is so good from bottom and parterre, which again still means that Dake got a takedown, mm. um, is, and Dake really trusts his gut wrench and believes he has a tremendous gut wrench and to be fair, he does have an amazing gut wrench. He does. Uh, he does. Will that potentially get him in trouble? Could Chimizo step over or create problems from him from there? Or is he just going to be smart and go, I know I have an amazing gut wrench, but this happens to be this guy's best position. I'm not going to play into it. And I'm Kyle Dake. I hate giving up points. Okay. I think Kyle Dake's going to see if he can gut him. I mean, yeah. he could wrestle him a couple more times. He's gonna, Kyle Dake's going to check out, see if this, this gut wrench works or not. He's going he's gonna to try to pop him off on one. Okay. I think that's, so, too. That's fair. I think so, too. I, I I think you're right about the – I can see Dake, like, seeding a little bit of ground, like kind of like he did against Daringer, even though they're such different wrestlers. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. I, not really talking much about James Green. Might want to do that. He makes the world team basically every year. Uh, now, 74 James Green, we haven't ever seen. Have we seen it before, Nomad? I don't, I don't believe so. Well, we saw it at Alon's. <clears throat> and he where, looked good. Yes, he looked very good. So eleven oh eight three three zero over some fine guys. Lost seven four to Sabalov, which there was like I believe it was one move where he kind of lost the match, um, but was kind of even with him. I would say the the most of the way. Oh, so, that's right. I thought Green looked. I mean, this is obvious, but much more comfortable, much more filled out seventy four than he did really sucked down sixty five four years ago. So. This clearly looks to be to be the right move, and I think we're going to see, you know, relative to the peaking process, pretty close to a fully optimized James. And, you know, depending on how the brackets land, I could very much see this being a Dake uh, Green final. People forget and James Green has beaten Frank Chimizo. That's what I was just going to say. Oh! That was one of the best matches <gasps> Best, ever. worst oh, matches ever. Yeah. Parrot, or, uh, Spain. They I put time back on that. the clock. Do you remember this? It was a disaster. Although, we were probably one of like four people that watched it because it was on the most janky feed. Even <laughs> it was by, like from across the gym. It was like yeah. across the gym. It was like it was literally security footage. They did every weight in, in one. They did all three styles, every weight in one day. Love so it. it had been going for uh, 17 hours or something. Yeah. Marathon, yeah, that's that is a great point, Christian. Yes, so it happened. It was a it was kind of before Chimizo had done everything. He might have. I don't even know if he was a world champion at that point. I think it was the year he won. Nope, couldn't have been. Yeah, it was you the year he won hear? worlds, and he came down. He came. He came. Chimizo's down late. been good forever, though. True. I mean, I mean Chimizo, he made world. Finals. I, w- I was in 
I was in Cuba in 2010. I think it might have been the last or second to last tournament I ever wrestled. Um, and a 16-year-old Chimizo <laughs> beat uh, an older Cuban in the finals at whatever, 57 or 55, whatever it was at that point. And there was a, a straight-up riot. I don't believe there was any guns like there would have been in Russia, but there was a whole <laughs> lot of fist fighting going on in the Cuban stands that people were very upset that, that I don't remember who he upset. It was whoever their guy was at that point. But Chimizo upset them. It was Sarah Pilato, 2010. And it, it started off a riot. It was fantastic. What, what was wrestling in Cuba like, Ben? What was Cuba like? I, um, I really want to go to Cuba. I, you should go cover the Cerro Pilato. I thought it was really fun. We had a really good American squad. Um, I actually wrestled I wrestled a really young Uniesco, what is it, Blanco is his last name, or they, they call him oh, something else now. Tori Blanca Caralta? Uh, that one, yes. I wrestled him. Um and it was just cool being in Cuba. It was like, you know, kind of a step back in history to what most people say. It felt like that for sure. Was it? Yeah. Were you at 84? No, no, no. I was at 74. 74 okay. plus two. You were still making yeah, 74? Yeah. You think day before yeah. plus guys a little probably plus two. Maybe, what, 10 years younger then. So yeah, yes. he was probably, he was probably a little smaller than he was now. But so to the point, Chimizo has been good for it. I mean, that's like I remember this dude since he was 16. He's been good forever. So, you know, even if we're referencing a 2013, 14, 15 Chimizo, I mean, that's that's still a really, really, really good Chimizo. Yes, yes. No, no, no questioning that. So throwing out Dig Chimizo, because that's like the obvious answer for the the weight, the match we mandate to happen. What else would we like to see? Green Day. Yeah. For sure, Green Day. Sure. Give me Green uh, Demir Tash just because I mean that's that guy's a two time that guy is an Olympic medalist. My thing is and for- world medalist, and I think that that's again like I want to see our guys tested here, and especially maybe guys who I don't know if they're going to make the team because I, I I want us to have depth and so I want to continue to grow that. So I want to see Green against Demir Tash. So for me, the reason not that match because I think for it to that match to have relevance of any kind, um, Green needs to be show that he can be a domestic threat at 74. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. learn that first before I see it doesn't really mean much if Green can go with Demertas, which I think which one I really think he can anyways. I think, I think he can Two, too. I have to see how he stacks up against Kyle Dake and, and these guys at 74 mm-hmm. in America before like a Demertas conversation really has any long-term meaning. Sure. Cuz that's what that's what it is for me yeah. like what's going to have the I most agree. long-term impact or or value. So that's why it's Green Dake for me although Sure, I'm not. I'm definitely watching if Demertas and James Green wrestle each other. Okay, I I, I feel the same way. I I can't really. I want to see Green make the team, and man, he's got to beat Imar, and then he's got to beat Dake, and then he's got to beat Burroughs to, to make the team this year. That's gonna be really challenging. Hey, I got I got beef before we start talking about 86 kilo. I just looked at you guys as uh, flow wrestling international rankings. You guys got you guys got Miles Amin above Alex Deer and Jeremy. Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine that happening? Get, fire somebody over that. <laughs> what? Who do we got fired? What? I don't know. John Kozak, he put his name on the rankings. I haven't met John, though. I you mean, know John? he was top five in the world. Christian, Christian, stop Benjamin. lying. Can you imagine a scenario <laughs> where Miles Amin beats Alex Deirdre? Because I, I watched Miles Amin wrestle three years in college. I think he's great, but can I imagine a snare where he actually beats Alex Deringer in a match? And the answer to that is no. Well, that, well, one, that's not a basis for a ranking. It should be. Whether you think someone would win, that's a prediction. Those aren't rankings. 
Rankings are Dog. tied to results. Dog. Yeah. Miles Amin is not ever, ever, ever beating Alex Dieringer. Never. He's but not. here's the crazy thing is Come on. Amin didn't get like a walk in the park world's bracket. He beat Shabanaugh. He beat Tori Blanca. He beat Yeah. Who else? He, he had a he had a pretty good bracket. I agree, guys. I don't disagree that he didn't have a good world championships. I agree Do with you. I cannot see a scenario where he beats Alex Deere. Just put Alex Deere and drop a couple more spots. I don't, I don't think down. I see that scenario either. But I think rankings wise, he's he's got uh, he's got good results. I don't know, man. After seeing Karalta and uh, Shabanov, Shabanov is a monster. That's Shabanov has have Daringer and Shabanov wrestled? No, man. Maybe. I really thought they had. Maybe I could be completely misremembering. I'll look that up. Just move him down. Move him down. Come on. I'm pretty well, after, Deringer 86 <clears throat> hasn't been the same guy as he after was after Miles Martin beat Miles Alex Deringer. Guys, Miles Amin wrestled 174 He's pounds suscept- at the NCAA championships last year. <laughs> He's last susceptible year. to Miles. He, Miles is. He can't even make an NCAA final. Move him down. <sighs> There's a lot. Of, I mean, <laughs> Joe Cologne never made an NCAA final. There's a lot of guys never hey, made an NCAA final. I'm not harassing you about putting him 11. He, you put, you guys have 11 spots above Zahid, a man who he's lost to every single time. I'm not even harassing you about that. What I'm just telling you, don't put him above Alex. That's okay. It. Okay. We're we'll moving him down. We got we got means... agreement here. Give John the message. We'll we'll, do, we'll deliver the message. Although hopefully he's listening right now. Okay, uh, John. Okay, gotta John. move him down. All right. At least someone else is hating on uh, Cliff Keen Wrestling Club guys other other than me. Uh, so that's fine. <laughs> um, someone else can take that. I don't for- think that. I don't even think that's hating. I think that's like really reasonable. I mean, man, he has one good tournament at Worlds and it was good. And Miles I mean, is really good. And I think I think that them at the Cliff Keen Wrestling Club wrestling for other countries. I think it's freaking brilliant. They have two Olympic Olympic qualifiers. I think it's awesome. But. Then ranking him up, Alex Deringer. That 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 I can't I can't take it, can't take it. Drives Nomad it emphatically put his yeah, index finger in the air. He has more than one good tournament. He has Euros, two. European Championships, World Championships, San Marino uh, Trials, something maybe Poland. <laughs> he has had more than he, he has had good results, Ben. At internationally, are you going to pick very him? tough okay. guys? Gun to your head, gun to your head. Are you going to pick him up, Alex Deringer? Huh, dude, I yeah. think it's a match. I, yeah, I'm dead maybe. serious. I really think it's a match, Yeah, man. you're picking Alex Deeringer <laughs> over. Uh, so are you picking Miles Me to win an NCAA title then next year? Because <laughs> Alex Deeringer's got three of them. Three the, of them. You're correlating NCAA with – You're getting off the wall here, Ben. Yeah, that does – what does NCAA finish? I mean, if Logan Steber enters, you know, he's a four-time champion. That doesn't mean I'm going to pick world, him. He won a world title. He won a world yeah, title. I know, I know 20, but I'm saying for the sake of the argument how, how I would think he would do in – at 65, you know, or there's other examples. He also beat Bernofsky. He beat Gostiev at Eurogames. He's got good results, man. Hayden Zilmer beat Kyvan okay. Gadsden. I think that's the thing. Right. It's Ty the, the rank Kyvan Gadsden. You got NCA results? Guys, the, the ranking you are, is. You guys are justifying. Oh, wait. Ringer's from Wisconsin. Yeah, Here we is. go. There it is. Here Figured we it out. Go. Figured it out. Oh, stop. Uh, all, all time great. Um, I mean, I, I frankly think Smiles I mean, should be below Zahid also, but maybe it's an American bias. Maybe I'm the only great patriot on this show. You know, I thought, I thought <laughs> uh, the I'm freedom. a patriot. You're the one that's calling the move to to wrestle for other countries. Brilliant. That's that. It's really smart, actually. It's really smart. It is. I guess. I mean, it's. Oh well. Hold on. Let's not give him that. I'm not giving him credit for being it's some smart. like. Well, hold on. 
They're smart. No, it's... But, but listen, it doesn't take some any level of intellectual complexity to figure out, wait, I could wrestle for another country? That will be easier. It's not like, it's not like all the Americans here trying to make the team are like, no, this is the easier way or whatever. It's like... It's it's very obvious that if you go for a team that doesn't have wrestling and you can qualify for that, it's not some okay. voila moment. Let me, let me just say this to you then, Christian. Okay. Cliff Keen Wrestling Club, two Olympic qualifiers. America, two Olympic qualifiers. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. That's it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, did we do AG? Do we do 86? No. All no, right. that was like our lead into it was Ben was like, this is ridiculous. Man. So we didn't actually get to yeah. the weight well, itself. Well, I now know the number one match that I want to have happen. It's Rhea yes, versus Miles, Miles Amin. Amin. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. Round one. Make it happen. Yes. Um, Let's do it. That's Pat Downey, Alex Daringer, Z- Zahid Valencia are going to 86 for the U.S. of A. Internationally, San Marino's Miles Amin, <laughs> Deepak Punya from India, <laughs> Rashid Kurbanov, Uzbekistan, and Fatih Erdin. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Turkey. Is this uh, is this the Punia that beat Warner? I think so. <laughs> Bro, this dude just he just keeps winning medals. Like Junior U twenty three. See, he just keeps winning medals. He's At some good. Point, he's good. He's good. We just have to come to terms with Deepak Punia being good. He's um. I just don't know if I can get that like he, match out of my mind. I can't get his physique out of my mind. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't was... matter. It doesn't matter. You know what? Ben Askren is a two time Hodge Trophy winner. Need I remind you? What are you trying to say? Wait, I'm trying to say your body shaming. Silver. He packed Punia won a silver at the World Championships last year. Did he? What? Bro. Yes. Deepak Punia. Yes. He won a silver at the Deepak Shakur. He's good. Deepak Shakur. That's what I call him. He's really good. Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. So he's good. We have to come to terms with Deepak Punia being good. Cadet champ, junior silver, junior champ, uh, senior silver. He's a cadet a junior world how, champ? Yeah. Guys, how, how did he take second at the world championships and Flo has him ranked 16th? Well, how does because, this happen? Because here's who he John beat. Kozak. What in the world? Gosh, John, John Kozak's never going to do another ranking set for us again. His, um, <laughs> his, his path to the finals was um, generous. Hear it. Yeah, he, man, he went – he went quarterfinals over Colombia, semifinals over Switzerland. So <laughs> that Colombia match was fire. Also, yeah. what? That was his path. What? He went through Colombia and Switzerland was... quarters and semis. Correct. That Colombia match was awesome. I I highly recommend everyone go back and watch it. For real, it was great. I mean, he did have to take out Tajikistan in the round of sixteen. Oh, so. okay. So he went. How did it was he get a... this draw? Murderer's row. I don't know. I mean, same way anyone else gets like this. Ra- is just the way the bracket fell. Like. It'd be like oh that. Oh my god. Well, wait. Wasn't there some seeded people? They have rankings now. There was at he least was seated, a, he either was a, a four one seed. or a four. The four seed. So Who was the top one? Side. Who was the one? Uh, Erden. Who did Erden lose to? Who? Uh, he lost to. Oh, he lost to Freyev. Oh, the formerly Russian Spaniard. Formerly Russian Spaniard who Ed Ruth beat ten zero. Or eight yes. zero. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. Interesting. Bracket fell apart. Completely fell apart. Disintegrated. S- classic Damn. Switzerland in the semis. Now, <laughs> okay. Oh, so you put, uh, man, you guys got some technology here. You guys put, uh, you're putting brackets up. FS. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, what is he talking about? What are you talking about, Ben? Just in the dock. One of you guys inserted a, a bracket in the dock. Oh, yeah. it's easy. Oh, yeah, it's just a little copy. Yeah, technology these days. Technology. What, what is it? Good oh. job, Bray. Good job, Bray. <laughs> 
Uh, so, oh yeah, great point. Oh, you see, oh. yeah. Oh, so, so I who, got it. Who are we picking to win this weight? Um, um obviously Ringer. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Ringer. I'll go Ringer or or Erden, One of the two. Man, I kind of want to pick a mean. <laughs> Just for just don't, for the just for the satisfaction of two Tuesdays from now, and what what? But I'll say well, I'm he is say high, He is Flo's highest ranked guy. I'm gonna say Zahid Valencia. I got okay. some information this oh, morning. Okay, I said the last time they had a practice match, Downey put it on Zahid. Oh, what? I have no way to verify on. this information. I have no way to verify this information. Is that information. the same information that said Colton Schultz was like teching Adam Kuhn? And what time did Downey talk- text you? <laughs> it was not. It was not. It was not James the Third. That okay. That's a that's a hot take there, Nomad. Now now I'm most interested it's not take. in seeing that match. I'm, I'm sharing information. We'll call it a take. Okay, it's that, clickbait. That's it's clickbait, Nomad. Clickbait. <laughs> that's my number one match. I want to see now. Zahid versus Downey. Man, I kind of do want to see that. Okay, well, no, you already said Ringer. Well, one of you has to pick Ringer Amin. I'm picking Ringer Amin. Okay, you got Zahid Downey. Bracky. Um, wait, who has Amin Ringer? Me. I'm on Ringer Amin also. That's what I want, I'm, though, I'm because I double up. <laughs> I want Ben to see that it's a real thing. Yeah, I think you're going to be. What, what if he goes 10 0? I'm going to party on you dudes next week. You party if it goes like 10 0, I'm going to be partying over here. <laughs> Go go for it. You can have a little rave in the in Wisconsin. I want the the match we were deprived of at Senior Nationals because Miles Martin wrestled mm. insanely good. So I'm gonna take Zahid Ringer. Okay. I want to see the match that we were deprived of at Worlds. We thought we might get an Amin Downey showdown, and good then one. and then Dudorov yeah, uh, wrecked that call. plan. But that's the one I want to see. And that would have been to qualify the weight too. That would have exactly. been the quarterfinal to qualify the weight. Oh it was going to be Downey Amin to qualify the weight. Yeah, and Dudorov wrecked it. Bracky, what's going on on Facebook? Uh, not much. Really. They're just asking questions uh, about rank ranking tournaments and stuff. Um, not a ton. Okay. Uh, to that point, um, so. The part of the purpose of the ranking series event is not only for seeding points for the Olympic Games, but also seeding points for the Continental Qualifiers. And I have reached out to UWW to confirm exactly how they are um, doling out the points. Like what? Like what is the maximum possible points any of our guys could get this weekend? And also how the points carry over from the World Championship. So hopefully before Rome goes down, I'll have like an explainer of how all the points will work. Nice. You, is Jordan Burroughs basically like? Whatever. I tried to do the rankings thing. I kind of got done dirty in my mind. So I'm I'm just going to wrestle whenever I want. I don't care if it has any rankings implications. And I'm going to mess up your bracket because <laughs> I'm going to be near your one or your precious four seed, and I'm going to throw this whole whole wrench in the works. Is that like what he's doing? Also, he had congratulations to the Burroughs family. Oh, rise, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rise, Child Ivory Burroughs. Um, welcome to the world. You have cool parents. CP, you, you only have two kids, right? Two. Well, as the only parent of three kids, I will warn you guys. Sorry, Jordan. Three's hard, bro. Three's hard. <laughs> that, that third one, man. You're outnumbered. It, it gets hey, you. But what, a little little fun fact, David Dillon Duncan Bray has three children. I got three as well. He only looks like he's 25. What are you 17? He's in great youth. shape. He made some sta- mistakes early. but Yeah. I was, on, I was on season okay. one of 16 and pregnant. but <laughs> <laughs> No, 
D- David's like our age, uh, Ben. Okay. He does, uh, not, he does not appear that. Good job, David. Yeah, I guess I, yeah. I, you yeah. guys, though. I know. I we look don't look too good. good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, eighty six. That's eighty six, right? Did we do eighty six? Well, we pick. Mm-hmm. We got pick champions. No, we didn't pick champions. I picked Sahid. Okay, I picked Derringer. That's probably smart. <laughs> anyone anyone that's, else? Yeah, I anyone think I else? Derringer too. Uh, I actually don't have. I don't have I'll a lot take, of. Comfort. I'll take Derringer. If if I had to spin a wheel and it had three names, it had Miles Amin, Alex Derringer, and Zahid Valencia, and I got one, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll ride with that guy. I really, I I have a lot more respect for for Miles Amin. Uh, yeah. as, as an international threat than maybe some uh, I, maybe I should pick him I feel like I haven't watched him in a while stop stop you are a mean stop. hater Bro. you Miles Amin could I very I like Miles Amin no you don't he's beating Alex Derringer yes L- I do he's not beating L- Alex Derringer like is a verb you are a Wisconsin homer and a San Marino hater you hate you hate enclaved microstates you hate enclaved microstates Sam Marino needs to get their tourism board to, to bring me over there and check it out, and then, then maybe I'll be a Sam Marino lover. <laughs> it's probably really nice, although it's as big as, like, I don't know, the M- Madison campus. But Do you guys know where Sam, Sam Marino is? I'm, I'm Googling it right now. It's in know. Italy. Yeah, it's, like, inside of Italy. It's, like it's a, an enclaved microstate in Italy. Yeah, yeah. it's, like— Why—, why wait, <clears throat> why doesn't Panaleo just wrestle for them also? He could, he could pass. <laughs> Sam Marino. I, I think he. I, the, but the Amin's actually have San Marino heritage. It is known okay. as the most serene republic of San Marino. Hmm. Yes. Wow. So serene. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's acting like he knows. Ben's interested. Bray, well, did you take Amin? No, I took Daringer. Okay. I'm gonna go Homer pick. Uh, I'm gonna go Natty Bo Bruiser, and I hope he taps it twice when he wins. Oh, you got Downey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. All right, did for that. Baltimore. It is worrisome. I I would say I'll, I'll take him for the homer pick, but Zahid I would probably power rank at the top right now. All right, so he has two picks. Cool. That's a nice way. To, that's a nice way to um, <laughs> multiply your. Hey, chances sometimes, of being sometimes guys make it through. Got it. And Downey, he's Sometimes. got the world team spot. Could he get the most ranking points? That would be interesting. Go to Pan Ams. All right, 97 kilowatts. Kyle Snyder, Bo Nickel, Hayden Zilmer, domestically. Need I say more? However, I will. Uh, Olenek, Andritsev, Kanyeda, who I don't know, Bullock Basie, he's good. And uh, someone with Mish Dil- Didzi. So, so you have all of the... Ukrainian 97 kilos. So you have Andriyatsev, who goes back a while. Olenek, mm-hmm. who is now for Team Hungary. Team Hungary brought in a whole bunch of uh, Russians and Good recruiting Soviet. class. Yeah, exactly. Solid. And then uh, <laughs> Michaledzi is is their guy now. He is, of course, originally Georgian. Of course. Okay. We all knew that. Everyone knows that. Everyone listening knows that Michaledzi is from well, Georgia. I can't believe you're – rehashing that again for the umpteenth time. So, for this one, really you can't say anything other than Snyder, Bo Nickel, or you're disqualified from FRL forever. <laughs> yes, yes. And How do we've it? never seen them wrestle each other. I'm, I'm all the way in. Let's go. Has Nomad Finals seen them wrestle in Oh, my gosh. Head. Next week you have to visualize Snyder, Nickel. I can't put you on the spot right now for that, but next week you have to visualize uh, it. Kyle Snyder wins 5-1. I don't, well, that was very dismissive. That's Too easy. dismissive. That's Too easy. dismissive. Cool. I, he weighs 
is he going to weigh 200 pounds? Doesn't matter. Weight is only a number. He's not. He will not weigh 200. I promise that. He'll will weigh not. more than 200. Bo Nickel? No. Yes. Bo Nickel's be 193. No way. He's going to be bigger than that. I Christian, like, 87.2, that's 191 pounds. How, how did he just gain 10 pounds? So he, like, at that point, that was, like, not what he weighed, weighed. He was, like, bigger during the season, and, like, something no, no, happened. No, that was. He got on the scale. Bro. I know that's what so he weighed. So he stepped on the scale, a number came up. <laughs> I know how scales work. I've stepped on several in my day. What I'm saying is something happened, and he ended up lighter than he normally was. And he's going to be bigger really? now. Yeah. The, Okay. He will weigh – you want to make a bet, he'll weigh over 195 pounds. I think he'll weigh over 200. I think he'll be 205-ish, maybe even approaching I, 97 I will, kilograms. Oh, I will bet he's not 205. I will bet on that one for sure. And you get those weighing sheets. Get those weighing sheets. Yeah. Okay. Are those as uh, easily accessible as they are? Like, I don't I, know. We'll have people on the ground over there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Send Mike Mel the weigh-ins. All right. Well, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, you set the you set the number. You take an under. I'll take the over. Okay. Let's, well, to make it fair, I think two hundred five is not fair. I'll say two hundred two. I say under two hundred two. I'm going to need to be a pick'em. Over. I got over. Over two hundred two. I'm not even. I'm not what even. You, what, I'm not even sweating it, Ben. What does everyone else got? Under. I think under two. Yeah. I don't. Oh, give me the under. You're outnumbered, CP. I, I'm everyone fine. on the under. Happy to be outnumbered. So, okay, apologies for being too dismissive of Bo Nickel, but that's how much I respect Kyle Snyder. And also the fact that Kyle Snyder will have 15-plus pounds on him. I've Possibly never... 20 by the time uh... the match happens. Have they been wrestling in the room? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Yes. They've obviously had to wrestle in the room. I'm sure they're wrestling in the room. Yes, I, I think, definitely. man, I think Nickel's got a level of slickness that is uh, – Potentially problematic for him. I've never really seen him Fair. moved. I mean, even against Jaden, did you feel like he was like physically? He was giving up major weight to Jaden, right? That's known. I don't feel like he he beat him. He was never in position to lose that match, Jaden Cox. No, no doubt about it. But, but Jaden and but you're making a bad comp- comparison. I know they wrestle very doesn't ever like. But Jaden's ever put the heat on anybody. He just does. Jaden does his Jaden thing, and he wins every single match. He doesn't get taken down. But he doesn't. He very, very rarely puts the heat on somebody. It's like, how oh, how many points can I score this match? Oh, the number's probably twenty six. Eh, I'll take four. Yeah, that's probably why he didn't win. That's probably why he didn't win of the Year, Ben. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, now, I, I just i I think stylistically, he could just overwhelm Bo. But I think some of that forward stuff, I think that could be to to Snyder's detriment. I, I like Nomad's prediction. I'm going. I'm going Snyder in the finals. Five. I'll go five two, over Bo Nickel. <laughs> okay, five two. I like Snyder, but I could absolutely see Nickel putting him in a position he's not comfortable or threatening him. And Snyder loses matches in. Absolutely. I don't know, man. I I just have a lot of Bo Nickel drilled through U twenty threes. Okay, yeah. I know we're talking. This is a different level, but. He, and you look, look at what the rest of the world tried to do against Jaden Cox. The, no one was even close. Bo Nickel gave him yep. as as tough a situation as anyone. I, I just I just view him as being a little bit better than maybe you guys do. I think Bo Nickel is. Wait wait wait. Are we saying? Um, are you trying to in, insinuate that I don't think Bo Nickel's good because he can't beat 
Kyle no. Snyder, because Kyle no. Snyder is like top five, top five American already, and he's already twenty-four. I know that. I think Bo Nickel's very good, but he can't. I don't think he can beat Kyle. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm. It's I I have a great deal of respect for Bo, and even being undersized, I think he's a top eight guy already in this weight. Mm-hmm. But it's Kyle Snyder. Yeah, I know. Kyle and Snyder. I th- I think that weight and that pressure. And I, I, and I hear you on the stylistic thing where like you know he. Maybe he could get him, you know, elbow off or something where Snyder's kind of coming forward and he goes at the side. But I think Snyder is maybe a little harder to take down than we give him credit for. And I think for sure. he's going he's gonna to keep the pressure on him. Bo, Bo is going to have a hard time getting in on I- any sort of attacks, leg attacks against Kyle. It'll have to be a quick finish. Quick finish. I, yeah. I see him. It's like a, it's a scramble or it's some sort of upper body exchange or something where it's going to be hard. Kyle makes it really hard to, to get in. I'm going back and forth in my mind about who benefits more from the exchanges they have in the room because I think both of them are a really unique feel. I think Snyder's pressure and pace you don't feel very often. I think some of the things, some of the really kind of athletic or unconventional things that Nickel does you probably don't feel very often otherwise either. I, I kind of think Snyder benefits more from those exchanges though, um, from having those, those sessions in the room. So I – for that reason, I feel like Snyder's going to know what positions to avoid, and I think he's going to keep it really close to home. I think he's going to going to win this. For just so everyone knows, um, I know we're not talking a lot about the uh, foreigners for completely understandable reasons, but to if I could make a comparison yep. for like folk style fans who are maybe making one of their first forays into freestyle, the at ninety seven kilos at least, look at this like a CKLV. Right, so maybe like Sharif Fuff and Sedge Live aren't there, but there is a whole bunch of legit medalist threats at this weight. That if Snyder or Nickel win, or if someone comes through and wins, um, you should feel very, very good about them moving forward uh, as our Olympian. Nice. Cool. Heavyweight Belil Makov is back. Oh, I hope so. Can you believe it? He's well, registered. I thought he was going to fight in the UFC. Do you guys remember he signed to fight in the UFC in 2016? Mm-hmm. And they never and I thought up? he was a lawyer. So who knows what he is? <laughs> International man of mystery. He really is, and he's absolutely enormous. Uh, they need him, I think, right? Who's going to yes. go heavyweight for them otherwise? They just keep pulling him out. He's like, would you stop quitting? <laughs> We're not good here. We need you. Bilal, what are you up to? How busy can you this be? This is kind of like uh, Penn State at 125. Do you, Nomad, do you think Russians start, stopped recruiting heavyweights? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened, man, because, I mean – even like their junior six, like even their pipeline, like we saw it coming. Once once Makov got to the senior level, it was just like they didn't have the same quality of guys. Where you're like, oh yeah, okay, well this guy will come up and he'll plug in. Like Sitikov and yeah. you know Sabalov came through. It's like it's just uh, they can grow them at 86 and 97 and like these upper weights, but not at heavyweight, not the giant ones. I don't know. It's and weird. With, with with their performance enhancing program that they've been well established, you'd think they'd be able to get someone up to heavyweight, right? <laughs> That's what they should be doing. Taking some of their eighty six and ninety sevens, get them get them up there. Yeah. Um, they haven't been able to do that. But Saev is stubborn and won't just get really really big. Yeah. Even though he's he, huge, he'd be a good one. He yeah. is huge he's as is. Yeah. He should just go what he weighs in inner heavyweight. I don't know why they don't if they don't have the pool or he's just like gonna try to make ninety seven team. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Domestically, Nelson and, and Gable are registered, but we'll, we'll see if Gable goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that's going to happen. Desi's going, uh, Ligeti, and a Ukrainian and an Kuts- Iranian. Kutsyniski, who was either – yeah, he was bronze this year. 
I couldn't remember if he was bronze or, or wrestled for bronze. So, again, like, guys, this is a very good field. There's plenty of American, potential American matchups to be fired up about and plenty of high-level foreigners that we're going to have to beat uh, to you know for our guys to win medals. So I'm freaking psyched for this. Cool. Uh, okay, anything else on Rome? We'll talk about it more next week, I'm sure, because it's not this week. We have to wait. Right. we got to get a move on. Yeah, we got to yeah, go. Yeah, we got to move on. Holy we cow. need to get moving. This took way too long. All right, where do we want to yeah. go? Um, and I, I already scrolled down to our first cue from F, and I love, I love Jake Herbert. This is like, this is so prime Jake Herbert, because Jake Herbert, he's not going to ask a question. He just, it's a question from friends, and he's just going to make a statement. He does. <laughs> Jake Herbert does what Jake Herbert wants to do. So he made a statement. It's hilarious. It's not a question. Doesn't he know this? Well, he didn't. He didn't. No, so I put that in just because I saw the tweet and put it in. He didn't ask a oh, question from Ben. Oh, but I was like, <laughs> what the heck? I was like, i got to get Ben's take on this. So uh, Jake Herbert says, I've only drank water since 8 p.m. Monday, January 6th. I've never felt better. It's like all the inflammation has left my body. 72-hour fast is supposed supposed to reset your immune system. Need to do this monthly. I've, but, so, okay, I've actually heard this. Yeah, I love Jake because Jake is Jake, right? So I had yes. him in for a camp at our AWA, and um, you know we got probably I think I had two kids at this point, and they're running around crazy. We're in the living room and kitchen, you know, it's all kind of one open space. And Jake comes out of his room. This is like I don't know Saturday, Sunday morning. And he just sits down at this chair, and starts deep breathing. I'm like, okay, cool. And the kids are running around. He does it for about ten minutes, and I'm like. How did he just not get distracted? He just deep breathed <laughs> for 10 minutes straight. It was hilarious because, like, you could have done that in your room, Jake. You had a bedroom by yourself. You could have deep breathed there. No, you came out by us, and you were doing your deep breathing, and it was awesome. Jake, Jake is Jake. That's what you get. Well, okay, so will Ben be Ben and do a 72-hour water fast? I've thought about it. Uh, I, feel, I feel really good, so I haven't felt the need to. But if I start feeling really terrible, I probably will. What's the longest fast you've ever done? Okay, well, when I was a d- dumb kid and I didn't know, like, how to weight cut and I thought I should weight cut when I was just, like, seventh grade, I would just not eat, which is Perfect. obviously a terrible way to cut weight. So, uh, yeah, I probably two, two and a half days of not eating. As a seventh grader? Yeah, 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 of course. So I was really fat <laughs> as a kid. You have the I most really willpower fat. of any seventh grader who's ever lived, Ben. Okay, so I was fat. I was 130 pounds in sixth grade. And then I decided I wanted to be good at wrestling, so I didn't want to be fat anymore. And I went from 130. 30 pounds in sixth grade to 100 pounds in sixth grade. All I had to do what? was stop eating. Did you pounds, see the, yeah. the funk? Yeah, they, this is well documented. There's, there's yes. pictures. He had love handles. It, there's pictures. Big love handles. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty to love. Yeah. Well, as a seventh grader, you went to it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Two, two and a half days probably fairly regularly. No one has that kind of You know the other dumb things you do is wait. I mean, you guys probably cut weight as a kid too. Like spitting in a cup as if that really loses any weight. Like, Big and Buffalo got <laughs> So dumb. So incredibly dumb. Like, I can't ever believe I did that. But I did. You try anything. It, it makes anything. sense. Something that has weight is leaving your body. Therefore, I am losing weight. I mean, you spit all day long and maybe you lose like, I don't know, half a pound, a quarter pound. Like, come on. That is like. Racky, I know you did it in West Virginia. Don't yeah, complain no, to us. Yeah, and that was the thing, too. I, a lot of teammates would do that, too. How many would dip? Like, yeah. That, uh, that's oh, the thing. yeah. gross. That's, that's so how you peak your body, <laughs> Buffalo Gap. <laughs> 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 I had this kid that uh, 
What he? Uh, I mean, jeez. I I did not allow dipping on the team really, but this one kid. <laughs> it was bad. I I threw kids off, but it was the state tournament, and um, I went in to check on these kids. They're seniors, great great kids. They're great kids, and I go in the rest go in the restroom, and there's this. It's snuff is in the toilet, and I'm like, uh. I'm like. I know who this is. I said, come in here. I was like, what is this? And this was like, this was a kid from the ho- rural, rural kid. This was a country kid. Were you, yes. were you say the hollow? The hollers. Okay. <laughs> so he, he's, he, was, he was thinking quick on his feet. I'm like, what is that? He's like, ah. Am I, he said, I think it's pipe sediment. <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. He was 18. You know, it's like, whatever. Uh, he got third. It was awesome. Great kid. I miss that guy. So, but I don't want to use his name. But, yeah, that was a great – I don't know how we ended up there with pipe sediment. But uh, I'll, it was Jake sure Herbert's we'll, fault. It was Jake Herbert's fault. We'll blame Jake Herbert for getting to – Pipe sediment topic. Do we want to do the best matches this weekend? Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. so All excited. Right. Make some picks. I threw some lines in there, but do we want I like li- the lines. Do you yeah. like the lines? Okay. All right. Michael Kimmer, Iowa versus Dylan Lighty, Purdue. I set the line at one and a half point favorite for Michael Kimmer. Who you like, Ben Askren? I go Michael Kimmer. I'm, I think Michael Kimmer's got a decent shot at actually winning this weight at Nationals. I think he wins by either two or three points over Dylan Lighty. I agree. I think Kemmer covers the the line. Lighty is so hard to score on. He's really stingy. So I this is a pretty respectful <laughs> Dylan Lighty line, and it's a little bit of yes. there's still a bit of mystery with Kemmer just because he hasn't faced a, a rigorous schedule. So it was kind of a hedge of a line, but I'll take Kemmer also. I understand why you made the line, and you are right, Lighty um, is tremendously hard to score on. However, I think it was a bad line because Kemmer is public, right? And a lot of people think Kemmer, <laughs> I'm saying a lot of people think Kemmer, like, like they, they don't know that Dylan Lighty, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention. Yes. Dylan Lighty, oh, he won Midlands and CKV. They don't know that. Mm-hmm. So, so you think it should be more? Yeah. I think the line should be more because... I think he covers this. That's why I think it should be two point five because I, I, my mind says Ooh, right now be, Kemmer, that, would, that would be more challenging. Kemmer, Kemmer by two, yeah, is where my head is at right now. Uh, just because I've been tremendously impressed with Dylan Lighty this I year. I feel like in the first thirty seconds, Kemmer's gonna get a takedown though. That, yeah, he just kind of comes out and gets a shot this right is, away. I, in my opinion, I know it's only been four matches, and the competition his best win is Marcus Coleman. This is like the best Michael Kemmer's ever looked. He's so aggressive. He's turning dudes on top, too. Um, I like Kimmer here, and I would take him if it was two and a half, too. You know what else I'll say about Lighty? Is he gets guys to wrestle the match he wants them to wrestle. <laughs> he <laughs> wants, a, a, yeah, with a Labriola and with a Steyart, he wants to, let's hand fight, let's ugly up the match, let's not make this a shootout situation. And those guys oblige to their own demise. Michael Kimmer <laughs> will have no interest in that. And for that reason, I made a bad line. But... I have Kemmer right. by maybe two to three. Kemmer. I agree. Three points, Kemmer. Ryan Deacon versus Brady Berge. Ooh, I have boy. Deacon minus three and a half. Uh, man, th- this is uh, – so yesterday I got a little bit of hate for, for my uh, not giving up on Penn State quite and maybe poo-pooing Iowa a little bit. But it's more about what I think Penn State – their room for improvement. And, man, can you imagine if, if Berge can, can make something happen here against – the consensus number one Ryan Deacon. Three and a half, 
I'll take Bergie to cover that. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. Deacon win, Bergie to cover it like a 5 2. Mm-hmm. Two escapes. I don't think he's going to really come close to scoring on Deacon. Two of the best re attackers at this weight. Um, yeah, but I, I think Deacon wins. I, I yeah I got De- I got Deacon by more than three and a half. He looked fantastic at um, at Vegas over two really really good people. So I'm going I'm going him by about five. That was the number I came up with five five yes. points. Me, me and Nomad we are like seeing eye to eye today. Yeah, but just wait. Let's wait till Tuesday. Wait till the match happens. I think I think um I just Bergie missing a whole bunch of time this year. Injuries. Deacons looked really impressive. Now miss, missing Midlands was whatever happened there, but. I just I haven't seen it with Bergie yet, so I agree. And I think Deacon Deacon is one of those guys that can pile it on sometimes. You're just like, good yes. lord, this is yep. this getting out of hand. Bergie's really good defensively. He is. I'll leave it at that. I mean, so is, so is Hayden Hydley, and yep. Deacon just opened up on him. Yeah, we'll see, Ooh, baby. We'll, yeah, we'll see. I've got Bergie to cover. Y'all don't. It's okay. I do. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I do. Bracky and CP United. Jacob Warner versus Christian Bruner, I put this at even, just based on what we saw. So it's just a straight pick them. Who do you like, Bruner or Warner? Warner. So they, you got Warner, I got Warner. They've split. Um, Bruner beat him Warner's redshirt year at Midlands, but it was Warner shut him out at Big Tens last year, 6-0. I'll take Warner to get back on track here. Yep. <sighs> First comment, the line I think is only even because Jake Warner is public and a, and a name. I'm going to take Bruner, man. I think okay. he's having a good year. And that that Aiello loss, which was a tremendously weird match, not not because Jake Warner lost, just like the whole thing was weird. So I'm going to go Bruner. Okay. Where's Give me the Bruner match? in West Lafayette. It's in West Lafayette. Yeah, good. Okay. I was like, well, it is, yeah, the Iowa goes to Indiana Friday night, Purdue Sunday. I like the idea of <clears throat> Warner. I think Warner in a dual setting, just I it's focus on one guy, whereas like the highs and wrestling back and all that, it's a little more of a challenge. But he's got one guy to focus on to get mm-hmm. back on track and really to take the number two spot back. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be tough with Brucky, yeah. but he did beat Brucky. Regardless, I think Warner wins this wins this match. I think you think of both these guys at their best, which I will assume, and I'll take Warner to win it. Now, what? quite a weekend for Ryan Deacon. He has Kendall Coleman, <laughs> Casey Stampede. And Kendall Coleman. Coleman has Deacon and Caleb Young. Jeez. Yep. It's like the Big Ten is an incredibly competitive uh, conference. <laughs> <laughs> Deacon, I put him as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's too low already. So I will take Deacon to cover the line that I think is too low. I like that as I well. Uh, once Kendall Coleman wrestles this match Friday night, he'll have wrestled all five top five ranked wrestlers this year. Holy wow. Cow. He is 0-4 against those guys, but he had the crazy overtime match with Caleb Young and Midlands, and they've all they've all been pretty close. And But Deacon by two and a half. Yeah. Uh, Coleman yep. excellently battle-tested this year. Deacon, I think, is a little ahead of the field, but Coleman has really shown himself to be strong All-American threat. I thought I thought Deacon was ahead of the field last year this time, and then he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Fair point. So I'm I'm kind of but, but he but he he was Christian Deacon. Deacon had a really poor second half compared to what his first half was, and then and then he rebounds and you see him make the uh, 
make the U.S. Open Finals and he beats James Green. And you're like, okay, well, that, that's how that's how good I thought he was. And I, and I wasn't wrong. He just wrestled like dog crap the second semester. Well, right. But what if that happens again? That could, it could. It could. Awesome. Maybe that's why we didn't see him in Midland. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah are they I agree. just like keeping him feeling good? I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it a cut thing? Is it a health thing? Is it something else? But yeah, I mean, I. All that being said, I, I pick him to win both. Alvarez versus Decatur. Uh-huh. I said Alvarez by Ooh. one and a half, but I'm gonna take Decatur. That's. A, I'm taking Decatur too. I think Ooh. I think Decatur's gonna have a little too dynamic of offense. I'm taking Decatur. I like Alvarez, um, but I would not be surprised if Decatur comes out with a quick takedown or two. I just like Alvarez's ability to find, like, win in multiple ways. He can go get his takedown. He can ride. Um, Alvarez comes back late to win. Baby Bull upsets the Cavelli Center. Mm. Yeah, give me Alvarez too. He just he looked too good against. Philippi and Socorro at Southern Scuffle. I got I got Alvarez. Talk to me a little. Who who can tell me a little bit about his high school career wins, highs and lows for for Sammy? He was a name I knew, but I didn't know a ton about. Definitely him. highs and lows. Um, so he beat he beat Robbie Howard twice. Now they were tra- right. they were training partners at Potato together, so there there is a little bit of of that to be um, factored in. Had a really good. I forget if it was sophomore or junior year. And then went to Flonats and didn't do so well. Hasn't done a whole lot of freestyle either. So um, there is definitely some variance to uh-huh. to what he's been, which we have kind of seen this year. He has taken some losses, but then also you know one scuffle. And as Bray was mentioning, like looked very impressive doing it. So um, there is there in high school there definitely was some variance, and then even just the variance of transferring from NC State before the start of the year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, I don't know that Decatur has also been um, super duper duper consistent. So. I would say there there is a little bit of leeway on both guys' ends there. What do you think, Ben? Uh, I'm going to cater. I think I think he's going to be too dynamic offensively. Uh, the fact that Alvarez is good on top that that worries me a little bit. I think as Decatur gets tired, and he will get tired in the late second and third period. That's somewhere Alvarez could could take advantage of. But I'm going to go with Jordan Decatur till proven otherwise. Fun. Could be a fun match. Maybe my most anticipated match. Oh, Deacon Berge's really legit. Young Coleman. Caleb Young, number four. Number six, Kendall Coleman. We talked about their match. I said one-point favorite for Young here. I don't really know how to do this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it should be an even, even. Just like Christian Bruner, Jacob Warner, I think okay. even money is fair on this one. Then I, 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 I like Young here. How do you like it, Ben? Yeah, I'll go... Uh, Oh, that's it was such a close match at the at the Midlands. Um just due to my new Iowa love, I will pick uh I'll pick Caleb Young again. And uh it, it it's gonna be a one pointer, it's gonna be an overtime. It is not gonna be a blow up by any sense of the imagination. Even if he won by three or four points, I would be really surprised. So I'm going Caleb Young in any other one pointer and overtime match. This may not be the show to get into it right now, Ben, but the the Iowa flip flop from you. I have a, I have a, I have a, um, a real, I have a strong, I have strong feelings about it because I thought I long thought you were you were unfair towards Iowa, and now that, that they're is winning, not true Christian, I was fair. I say unfair. I would say it's unfair. Um, well, here I mean I'll get into it for one minute. Uh, the the my main point of contention with them was that they said we're Iowa, we're so offensive, and then all they did was push and never shoot. That was my contention. 
Now all their guys shoot. That's what I want them to do in the first place. They finally decide to listen to me and start shooting. And then what happens? They start winning. I might take credit. They need to give me a freaking shirt for winning national title. I told them, to, I've been telling them to shoot for a decade. They finally shoot. They start winning. Oh my God. It's a, it's a shocker. All right. Okay. That's fair, I mean, right? That's, well, I don't know if it's fair. I don't know if they, if they're shooting a whole lot more, a whole lot less, or I don't know if it's. They're like, definitely shooting more. Just just Austin DeSanto alone increases their shots by <laughs> yeah. at least like <laughs> for sure twenty percent. Just DeSanto. No, they're they're yeah okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kendall well, Coleman here. Are we always we, you still going, Ben? Yeah, I'm still going. Camera shoots. Spencer Lee shoots. Patrick Lugo shoots. Caleb Young think- doesn't shoot that much. Warner not so much. Um, you know, but we have a lot more offensive wrestlers in Iowa's team than we used to. We could go back and look at it. I think, I mean, I think Gilman shot. I think uh, Corey Clark, Tony Ramos were offensive. Corey Clark th- did not shoot. No. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. He shot. No, he had a really nice single leg. Definitely, definitely not. Shot. All I did was two, two on one. Two that's on it. one, yeah. He would go two that's on one a to shot. a leg attack. That's, that's not a shot. Two on one to a leg attack is a leg attack. That's a shot. He liked two on one. Throwing the near leg. He was offensive. He was offensive from the top position as well. They've had a lot. They've had guys. Yeah. My point is, I don't think anything – listen, do you think that Iowa – and my whole point in this is this. Do you think Iowa has philosophically made – in the last five years, made major changes in their approach? Or did they happen to get Spencer Lee, Michael Kemmer, the elite recruits they were somewhat missing on? They're, they're getting better guys. So they're doing better. No, they uh, they always had they always had really good recruits. I mean, if okay, now we're going to go into this, this Iowa talk. We just we cancel the rest of the show. We'll just talk about Iowa. That's what, that's what you guys all want to hear about, anyways. <laughs> just cancel everything. Take all your picks out the board. And I got to leave in a little bit, a few minutes, anyways. I know we're going deep. Okay, here's the deal. My contention: if we want to go deeper, than they didn't shoot. They didn't shoot whether they knew it or not because they were scared of the scrambles. They didn't know how to win them. And when you when you were scared to get in a scramble, you were also scared to shoot because when you shoot, well, a scramble's probably going to happen, I don't know, 60, 70, 80% of the time. Now that they have guys like Spencer Lee, Austin DeSanto, Michael Kemmer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, those guys have zero fear of shooting. That's what made Penn State guys so effective. Jason Nolf, uh, David Taylor, Ed Ruth. Were these guys scared of getting in scrambles? They were not. They were offensive dynamos. And so that's what you're seeing out of Iowa. And and those guys, the Austin, the Santos, the Spencer Lees, the Michael Kermers, they're rubbing off on their teammates. Whether their teammates know it or not, whether it was a philosophical change at the top or not, those guys and their styles and their behaviors and their attitudes are rubbing off on their teammates, and it's creating a whole new Iowa style. Wow. I would argue. Wow. I, yeah, I would argue there <laughs> I love has, it. Go off, King. I would argue there has <laughs> been a philosophical change, and that that is what brought those recruits in because last year. Iowa scored more bonus points than Penn State, which I think surprised a lot of us. Whoa. I thought that was two years and ago. Mm-hmm. It might have been, might have been both, both years. years. Anyway, they have been scoring more bonus points. I do think they have been shooting more, and I do think whether whether it's something you know specifically from Tom or you know to what Ben's saying, whether the, the teammates affected it, I do think there has been a little bit of a philosophical change, and I do think they're also better at scrambling, which – could again to Ben's point, like make you want to shoot more because you're more confident in scrambles. So, yeah, and it's a chicken and egg thing, but like I do think there has been a little bit philosophical change, and I do think it's clearly worked out in the better for them. All right, and I'm crediting that's me crediting them for evolving. All right, Ben has to go. It's nine. Wait, nine, I, I have another, I'm, I'm going to stick around because I have another point about Iowa. Okay, 
Can I make another point? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. I always felt that they had this really strong chip on their shoulder. Um, and, and their guys kind of scowled and mean mugged. And I felt like that was inauthentic. And when you're inauthentic, it's kind of, it's hard to be that way all the time because that's not who you are. And I think if you see the way this team, this year specifically, is acting and behaving, whether it's at tournaments or at dual meets, it feels like some of the pressure has been let off. And that's weird because it's not like they won the national title and the pressure was let off. It feels like the pressure has been let off and they can just go be themselves and then go wrestle. And I, I think that kind of goes a long way as well. Okay, I can see. So what that. do you think? Do you guys agree or disagree? Well, I inauthentic. I don't. I mean, I think Tony Ramos and Thomas Gilman carried themselves in a very authentic way. Oh, so that. Would, but yeah, and so those guys would be great examples of how the Iowa kids wanted or were supposed to carry themselves. Those guys were actually authentic in doing it. I would argue that a lot of other people weren't like that. Okay, I didn't. I don't dis. I don't know if I agree. Maybe you could disagree. It's I'm fine. not thinking of the examples that maybe you are. I feel like the guys that maybe typify that are the ones that actually embodied it, though. Is yeah, I guess embodied is my, it is my whole point. Um, but no, I see. I I understand your perspective, and that's I guess all I can say. Okay, so and, we I love Iowa now. <laughs> you do not love really. Iowa. I'm like you know I'm just I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle somewhere. Yeah, we, we need to get you uh, get you to Iowa. Hey, you're going to Iowa City for the... Uh, I'm going to Iowa City, January yeah. 31st. Yeah, we will be there. I can't wait for that. So maybe I'm just saying nice things about them so they don't uh, like mob mob me. Maybe we can... Well, you would, will you wear an Iowa shirt to the, to the, uh, to the duel? That would, be, that would be painful. That would be painful. That would be, that would be painful. Yeah, it would. Maybe. You never know. All right, well, you can leave whenever. I did want to uh, finish up these. Uh, ben has a hard 945 out because he's busy, unlike us. Um, well, I got, I'm coaching Macy Barber. She's got a big fight next week. Uh, you know what? I'll give it three more minutes. Let's, let's finish these questions. I, I, are these uh, lines? I want to finish these lines. All right, and I'll, let's I'll finish those because we haven't even got to a Missouri Tiger yet. Uh, we'll go to that one yes. right now. Brock Mahler versus Max Thompson. I've got it Mahler minus two and a half, even though coming off the Jaron Jensen loss, yeah, I, I made it that line because of the their history, right? And okay, Mahler's beating him. He beat him by six, and then he pinned him in overtime. So that was my line. Ben, what say you? I'm gonna say Mahler wins by either one or two. I think it's a close match. Uh, I think Mahler wins, and I think Thompson loses a lot of. I know, I know he had the six point loss, but the the last match where he pinned him in overtime was obviously really close. Uh, I go Mahler by either one or two points. If you look at Thompson's losses, they're all by like two. Yes. So I will. I'll pick yep. Thompson to cover, but yeah, you know, same. I'll pick Thompson to cover, but also win. I'll, I'll oh. take it a step further. I'll take it a step further. Thompson gets over the hump. It is in West Gym. Oh um, man! Last time. Now, last time I saw Thompson in West Gym, though, he lost to Pierrenton. So, Oof. I'll take him to cover, but Mahler wins. Yeah, well, that should be too. that should be a great duel, by the way. Yes, it's going to be really Live good. Live on flow on Sunday. Yes, indeed. Okay. Uh, Chad Red, Tristan Moran. We already know who Ben's got in this one. Yeah. Big Tristan I got, Moran. I got Tristan Moran. Big Tristan Moran fan. Uh, you know what? Uh, but the the line is, I don't like the line here, Christian. It's at one, set at one and a half because these guys are both gigantic move guys. So it's going to it's gonna go one way or the other big, big time. You know, it's like this is a match where if you said a pin or no pin, a pin is – 
I fairly likely in this match. I mean, these guys are both great cradlers. They're both great scramblers. I see big points going on the board. I, don't, I see it's very unlikely that it's actually a close match. The reason I made the line like so is because I feel they're, they're both relying on counters. They're waiting for the other guy to shoot. Yeah. And I don't know who's yeah. going to pull the trigger first. It's not like either of them are high-volume leg attackers. So I think that's their true. exchanges are actually going to be limited. So that's why I think it may be like Jay Nyman, Dom Demas. We thought that was going to be like some insane match at NCAAs, and like not, really nothing hardly happened. So I think it could be a little bit like that. I I have a I have Red winning this, and I'll say he covers, wins by two, over Moran. Man. I think Moran will okay. just make a mistake that Red will capitalize on. What does everyone else think? I like Chad Red. I could see this going to sudden victory and him getting a takedown there. Wow. Yeah, I like Red. The and we just put up the him pinning Tariq last night, so that was also sticking Oof. in my mind. I, I watched that. That was, that was a nice highlight. How, how often, Ben? I'm, I'm you're familiar with the cradle position. Um, <laughs> how often you see guy? He like just let go of it completely to get his arm around. He relocked it. Well, yeah. No, it wasn't around the leg. It was. It was that the, the uh, arm. Wilson's arm was out of it, and he wanted to recapture the arm. So, uh, or he felt he needed to recapture the arm in order to get the pin. So, yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was both brilliant and risky because risky in the sense that when he let go, Tariq should have spread out and got out of it, right? Um, but brilliant in the fact that he needed to recapture the arm in order to get the pin. So, I, I was. Uh, I thought that was great. You don't see that too much. I don't see it too. No. I mean, normally you think you let go, right. just get big, right? But I don't know. Maybe, you would think, yes. Uh, he felt something there. Just familiarity with the position. Next one, Montori Bridges, Cam Sakura. I got Montori by a point and a half here. And I'm going to say he covers I got, that. I agree. Montori covers it. Yeah. Montori is uh, wrong ahead of Sakura, so I'll say he covers. They've wrestled three times, and Bridges has won all three, but every single time it's gotten closer. And their last one at NCAAs was by a point. Um, I'll take Montori by a point. So Sakura covers. I thought you were about to say Sakura flips it this time. No, I, I still like Montori here. Yeah, I do too. Isaiah White versus Evan Wick. White ranked third, uh, but I have Wick as the favorite. He's by a point and four half. and one against him. Four and one against him. Yeah, he's beat, beat him almost every single time. I I got way. I got Wick winning. I, I'm not all that confident it's going to be my more than a point and a half though. I mean, I I think there's a really good chance that. This is a, a one-point match. I think there's a really good chance it's overtime. Well, so if it goes to overtime and Wick gets a takedown, he's going to win by two points. So then he covers the spread, right? So right. Uh, I, I think it's like a one-point or an overtime match. And if he, if he goes to overtime, he wins by two. So I have a tough time calling. Uh, I'll say he covers the spread. Yes. Okay. All right. Real quick. Rapid fire, Ben, you and me. O'Connor versus fire, Mike D'Angelo. O'Connor. O'Connor. Quincy Monday versus AC Headley. Monday. AC's been pretty good this year. I got Monday, too. Boo versus Boo. Bulu Allen versus Andrew Alirez. I'll go. This is Alirez's first big ranked win. Oh, that was going to be Nomad's Tuesday headline. Uh, ah. I'll take Lou ah, Allen. You know, I'll take Lou Allen. And okay. uh, Quincy Monday versus Hayden Hydley. Hayden. For sure. Hayden yeah. looks great this year. Looks great. All right, those, those are my thoughts as well. Okay. All right, guys. I, I got to run. I will see you guys next Tuesday, and hope we will have some really, really nice headlines over the weekend. We, we definitely will. Thank you, Ben. Talk to you later, buddy. Peace. See you. Peace. Okay. Keeping it moving. Um, fast, but not too fast. Tuesday headlines now or questions from friends? Let's do – well, 
I want a kind of a weekend situation. We have 16 duels live on Flow this weekend. Yeah, it's let's pretty kick, insane. Let's kick it to Bracky. 16 D1 duels starting tonight with Iowa State, Utah Valley. And what's cool about those duels, 11 of the nation's top 25 teams will be in action. You get Iowa twice, Friday night against Indiana, and Sunday against um, Purdue. You get Penn State twice, Friday night against Illinois, Sunday against Northwestern. You get Northern Iowa twice, Friday night against South Dakota State, Sunday against Missouri. Um, Lehigh is in action against Binghamton, then Columbia Binghamton both Friday night. You get Rutgers, Ohio State from the awesome Cavelli Center. Um, and Rutgers again on Sunday against Michigan State. Uh, you get Wyoming uh, twice. They make the trip to the Dakotas um, Friday night against in Fargo, Sunday in Brookings. Um, Nebraska-Wisconsin on Sunday is awesome. Um, it, it's it's an incredible – it's our biggest weekend of the year in terms of uh, volume of events. We have 20 total because then you add in Eastern States, which is an awesome high school – it's huge tournament in yes. – um, Lock Sheldrake. Yep, in New York, uh, number one team in the country, Wyoming Seminary, will be there. And then a ton of really good individuals. I'm doing an article on later this week. You also have five counties in California with Buchanan and uh, St. John Bosco and Gilroy all there. Um, so it's just an awesome weekend, and you should not be anywhere else. You should not be anywhere else. We, we encourage a sedentary lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> that involves watching. Or, you know what, you can just take it on the – Take it on a phone. You know what I do sometimes? I'll throw a, I'll put the put my phone on the airdyne on the little timer thing. I'll get to I'll get to moving while I'm watching something. Little little life hack. Nomad likes to plan your weekend. Sometimes I'm planning this, your fitness. This weekend is too hard to, to get a place where there's multiple screens. I saw some of you guys from Midlands and CKLV had some truly incredible setups. I think I'm gonna try to come in the office and use David Bray's Google Chrome hack, and then get a couple laptops. Me and Ollie, maybe Bray, some other people. And uh, phones and just watch wrestling all weekend. That sounds like a great idea. Okay, are we doing Tuesday headlines? Yes. Okay. So no Ben Askren. No Ben Askren. Ben's the whole thing is a headline. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Oh. You don't have one. I'm trying to think. Of it's got to be crazy. I, I got one. I all right, go David. All right, I got a headline, and this this is a little out there, but it could it is feasible. It is possible that this happens. My Tuesday headline is Northern Colorado. Tops Oklahoma State. Oh my gosh! And the way the way it would have to happen would be Kelzer somehow keeps it close against Pitch. Moshe Schwartz knocks off Reese Whitcraft. Bulu Allen uh, takes the loss to Andrew Alirez, and then matches stay close. And then at 184, Clothier knocks off Montalvo. Uh, Seeley somehow gets the win over Gear, and Dalton Robertson uh, beats beats Harris. That's how it would have to happen, and it, it is possible. That's my Tuesday headline. It is possible because the match will happen. The match will happen. They will not wrestle this one on paper. Yes. Tuesday headline. Remember, they got to be crazy. It's got to be. It's got to be out there. It, it wasn't crazy, but mine was an offshoot of that, where Alirius gets his first ranked win over the year over Boo, continuing my just for whatever reason, just repeatedly picking against Boo Lawn this year. Uh, which will hopefully result in him being healthy for an entire year. Disrespect. Classic reverse jinx attempt from the wrestling nomad. <laughs> Steven, Kyle, do you have one? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of how I want to word it. Um, but Purdue gets a couple big upsets on Sunday against Iowa. Hmm. Okay. Whether it's Lighty, and then and then maybe that like someone asks a question, and it's not crazy. No. Could they sneak into the top four at NCAA's? 
Purdue, that is. Yes, Purdue. Well, they've got who could who could place for them? Schroeder. Schroeder. Coleman would probably have to make a little bit of a jump from where he is, but he has wrestled all the as you said, he's wrestled all the top five guys, so he, he has felt place. them could make the adjustments. It depends which version of Periot we get, right? If he's yep, CKLV yes. Periot, he could sneak on the stand. Yep, Bruner, Bruner, Lighty, Lighty, Lighty. So that's that's like five. That's four a, or five All Americans. Right that's there. a path to a trophy. Now again, a lot of teams have that. Where if this right. guy, if that that guy, yeah, but it's there. Just as so much for them as anybody else. I think else. there's like I think in that duel there's like six top twenty five matchups and Iowa's the favorite in all but one mm. with Bruner and even then is he really mm. the favorite? So I'll say Purdue gets a couple big wins over Iowa. Okay, I'll say <laughs> I like to make new number ones. Here it is. Number <laughs> number one, Brady Berge, Penn State. Wow. Man. Goes through Barone. And Deacon. So if he be Deacon, we make him number one. He has I've, two matches. I've in the declared year. it. I make him number one. You beat I the, will fight that pretty hard. Fight. It. He beat him. If he wins, beats the consensus number one guy. Number one. T- I mean, tough thing at that weight is there's not anybody else undefeated. No so. one else undefeated. He'll be three and zero at that point. Um, highest win percentage at the weight. Or this Tuesday headline will be the Tuesday headline will be CP and Spay getting a fist fight over rankings. Because I mean, Spay might agree with you. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. But. I think you beat the guy. You're the guy. That would take in, out in another general. Hodge contender. We lost all of them, all the 33s at Midlands. We could lose. Uh, I don't think we're going to lose Deacon this weekend. I picked him to beat Bergie by five. But that would take out. He's probably number seven right now in the Hodge. Okay. I, man, I think I think Deacon is gonna really look more impressive than ever this weekend. I just get a feeling he's gonna. He, I mean, he's already taken out the deepest weight class at CKLB. Uh, maybe one eighty four was zero, but regardless, he had two monster wins, semis, finals, and I think he's gonna keep it rolling. Do you guys I, remember last year when Deacon was rolling after December, and then he had an early match with Nolf in January, uh-huh. and Nolf just came out and beat the crap out of him yes. and that's when Nolf Next Topic was born mm-hmm. and it was like look this is my way and y'all for stupid for thinking Deacon had a shot yeah what if Deacon is just like Brady's it's your turn Brady yeah you're he the can't. you're this you're the sacrificial lamb for Jason Nolf mm-hmm. beating me really bad last year from a skill perspective that seems um, very that seems like a possible thing I just that's just my thought the, the thing I remember most about that match is Deacon got I think multiple stalls, a lot yeah, of hands. He He's like, I'm like, not letting you yeah. get off bottom. Because if he got yeah. off bottom, he was probably going to take him down like four more times. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I thought it was like, you take that mental win. Like, this is what I do. I don't I don't care what penalties I got to take. Like, you're not getting off bottom. Yeah. So that's my, it's a Tuesday headline. It's pretty wild, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. Okay. Get to a couple questions and then, uh, then we'll depart. Is this year DeSanto's only chance to win NCAAs? So the thought is, Soriano comes back, maybe. I don't Fix comes back. Fix definitely comes back. Mijic definitely comes back. I won't say only. I'll say best. Best chance to win NCAAs. He's got two more shots. Okay, I think only. I don't know how he beats Dayton. Well. Well, I guess I'm, I'm giving that. I just... I sur- I Google searched Austin DeSanto the other day, and for some reason, the first thing that came up was the choke. The choke. 
Yeah, I mean, I know that. So but that so and and that match was actually. DeSanto kind of keeps getting better. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, in yeah. on the match tying reversal right. late. No, as soon as I said that, I was like, eh, that's a little. That match wasn't like a mm-hmm. blowout. Mijic so. is the problem. Sure. Mijic oh, is yeah. DeSanto's, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You throw out that Vegas thing. That's the oldest news there now, is. Coming into this year, who would you have said would give DeSanto more problems, Seth Gross or Stevan Mijic? Gross. I don't. I mean, it's For so me. hard to say that now. I guess Gross. So I'm saying he has a chance. Yeah, he has a chance moving forward. Yeah, I will not. I will not eliminate DeSanto going into next year. No way. I'll say he's much less of a favorite to do so, but it's not his only. Sure. Um, man, this would have been a good question to ask if Ben was here. Um, did Brett or is Bracky better at spike ball than Ben is at disc golf? Isn't Ben like? He was like nationally yeah. ranked. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think Ben's probably better. Yeah. Uh, what is most likely to happen? Joe Smith AAs, Oklahoma State places top ten at NCAAs, or neither? I'm going to say Oklahoma State places top ten. That's mine. I say B. Oklahoma State mm. places top ten. Really? Also, it should be most likely because there's three options. But yeah. I, don't, I don't like – Oklahoma State chances. A top 10? We have pitch. Boo pitch. Boo pitch. Joe. And G. Cade. 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 Cade come back? I don't know. The Amazon, the young Amazon warrior that we dropped with a spear. <laughs> In the jungle? Yeah. Wait, what happened? What did we do with Cade Brock? The whole thing. We'll explain yeah. it to you after the show. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Got it. I'll take Joe Smith to AA. Oh my gosh. I love Joe Smith. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I love him too, but I just He's gonna get back on track. Alright. Oh, I wanna yeah, this has been a good one for Ben too. Best wrestling books. I'd love to hear Ben's favorite. That's from our guy Sam Herring. And when are we getting Ben Askren to Chattanooga, Tennessee for the scuffle? We should get him there next year. Uh I love this one from Bracky's Eagle statue. So thank him for us, uh, Bray. Besides Chinzo Bull, what is the most likely NCAA final matchup? I think Kemmerer Hall. Really? Yeah. I like that one. I kind of like think Cassiope Gable in a way. Hmm. But maybe not. Maybe I'm a little – Mason Paris is alive and well. And also the Hilger match, you know, he got the takedown. But Cassiope really evaded at the end there. You know, he was really hmm. on the ret- – on the retreat. It wasn't a – but he's passing all the tests now, so maybe that's not as likely. Depending on what happens this weekend with, like, Deacon Burgie, could it be – if Deacon just, like, cruises, could it be Deacon Hayden? Yeah, because I think Hayden is – because who's beating Hayden? I mean, the thing is we need to see young uh, Deacon again mm-hmm. just because two wins is, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. cannot be discounted. 74, 84 – I have no idea who's being opposite Zahid. You're stupid if you try to pick a finalist 84. Maybe Petronick Lee. Ah. Those guys both look yes. above the field. They really do. They I do. Went, there is still just the Demas. Demas, Demas did beat Nick Lee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mitch McKee is still floating around there. He's an, I, under, he's an underdog, certainly, but. Yeah, Pletcher and Lee kind of hammered him, though. I think. I think it's it's Nick Lee 
Luke Pletcher. That is my I, answer. Sure. I kind of want to say Spencer Lee, Jack Mueller, although we have a Pat Glory problem. And a Nick Piccinini problem. I've yeah. been. And a Nick Piccinini. I really want to see Mueller Glory. I, do I think that would be a great match. Semifinals, go. So that means that means uh, potential pitch Spencer semis, kind of how you have it pegged. Well, I think that's what we're going to see because he has the loss to Glory. He's probably going to end up the four seed. I mean, because here's the thing. Short the, of beating Spencer, the, he can't really help himself. The rest of the way, the rest of the way, we're not picking any of those guys to lose, mm-hmm. except Pitch versus Spencer in the duel, which means Pitch now has two losses to Glory's potentially none because he won Midlands. Yeah, and he lost to him head to head. So there's a lot of there, there. There's good, and I bet Glory will have a good RPI because of Princeton's schedule. So there, there's a lot of evidence that Glory will be seated ahead of pitch in addition to the head-to-head. Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, let me see here. Any others I want to hit? Addition to subtraction. That's right. When is Flo going to upgrade from that little tykes hoop to a legit pop a shot? It will hamper your productivity, but it's worth it. It will hamper our productivity. I will Certainly do mine. nothing. I will do nothing but pop a shot. We is, would, everyone in the office would want to fight us too. Yeah, they already think we're too loud and Ooh. make too much noise. Yesterday and was we were loud, loud yesterday. I, I'll, I'll put that on myself. Yeah, Maybe you were there. yelling curse words at everybody. I was, I was. <laughs> big, big curse word yeller. <laughs> uh, yeah, Papa shot. Man, I can just firsthand. We ended up at when we were at Ohio State. They have they have like everything there, and in their locker room they have a Papa. It's like shot. an arcade, right? It's like an arcade where you could do the deer hunter and everything. I ended up down there. I just stayed down there for hours before their <laughs> duel. Like, because I, I was on the internet and I was doing a little work. I'm like, I think I was just uploading stuff at that point. There was like nothing really else for me to do. Play around, go back, see how it's uploading. Yeah. Uh, okay, kind of thing. And I was just like on a vision quest to get 100 on the on the score, which I did. And then Logan Steber is just like uh, next level at that game. With these constant facility upgrades now we've got arcades in the locker room who's going to be the first who's going to be the first d1 team to have a a full length shooting range in their locker room oh oklahoma state yeah i think army i think it's going to be army (laughs) you could maybe make the case they already do yeah all right (laughs) nomad was in there shooting shooting guns west virginia should probably be up there too they have like the best rifle team in the country good point not surprised (laughs) to learn that um wyoming Yep. Yep. Definite mm-hmm. big firearm state. A lot of yep. open space too. They got they got a lot of room to work. They with. have yeah. That's what it, West Virginia where their room is. It's it's tough. It's to, not yeah. It's not a great it's location tough to for that. Envision where you're going to put the shooting range. Yeah. Wyoming, I'm sure you, you can figure it out. Oh, Stillwater, similarly. I feel like Oklahoma State's going to get a, a super cool room. They're going to have some sort of a difference making factor. It could be a gun range. Maybe they just have like a stocked pond. They can oh. go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Two conditioning <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't wait for Cade Brock to be like America's number one outdoor sportsman when he's done with wrestling. <laughs> Me too. Like that guy. What's that? Is it? Is it just the Outdoor Channel? Is that what's called? Rugged Outdoors. I know. Or yeah, I know what channel like, you're talking about. I don't know. Or, or, or you know, his own his own YouTube or something like that or whatever. Just like no chance he uploads anything to YouTube. Fair, <laughs> fair. He'll have to get somebody to do it for him. But he Come should on. be America's number one outdoor sportsman. Give him some credit. I think he's a little more uh, media savvy. I'm not, no, I just don't think he cares about that. Like okay. he just, not that he's not media he savvy. He's yeah. just not going to do sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What does Penn State have to do to break their 125 post Nico curse? Steve O'Pullen. Robbie That's Howard. not anything. That's not. They got. There's has to be some kind of 
reverse the curse. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Sacrifice something. They or... need to. It has to be Soriano tied, because really, mm. I think it's this. You have to do something. What do they Does need? Does Rutgers do? have to finish a trade? You know, they they need to send someone back. Yeah, hmm. the player to be named later. Yeah, they never they never sent anyone back. Mm-hmm. Does hmm? Do they need to go all in on like some sort of ab workout of some kind? Mm. Some sort of a pull up regimen. Do they need to start? Why don't they just bring Nico back as a co- lightweight do, coach? Do they need to? Or that's a more simple option. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. Nico comes back. The only how do you get break the Nico curse? You bring Nico back. Yeah, actually, mm. that's a good point. Okay, so that's it. They need to get Nico back. Yep, on staff somehow. I don't think uh, Robbie will be. More than one year at 125. Well, the, all they need to do is get on the podium one time at 125, and the sure. curse is broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when the curse is broken. They, they have they qualified it since? Did Kuhn, quali- Kuhn nope. didn't qualify? Uh, Schnupp didn't. didn't qualify. Who did they have the year? Oh, Seriano qualified. He did right. Seriano was 17. That was the year after Kuhn 18. Schnupp last year. And then Meredith, Meredith is ranked. Meredith is ranked. He could qualify, but he's got to get on the podium. And I don't. I don't. See I, that I was looking through our conference rankings because um, I was reading something about Penn State's weekend with the land of Lincoln invading them, and Card- <laughs> Cardani and Meredith are like on the outside looking in right now at twenty five for Big Ten. So like this is one of their opportunities to like pick each other off to get a win to to push them towards qualifier status. Okay. All right. With that, um, Tyler, we are ready to go. We're going to get out of here. It has been quite a day. Um, thanks so much for you for tuning in and listening. We well, will be back next Tuesday, but we got a full weekend of activities. Yeah. Say I was just going to say, watch wrestling all weekend. Okay. I'll have hot rankings next week. We're starting our Rome previews um, probably today or tomorrow. We're going to get those rolling out. And, uh, again, watch wrestling all freaking weekend because you can. It's awesome. Because you can. I'm seeing Jocko Saturday. Oh, nice. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that's, there's a high five. You love Jocko. High Where? five. Uh, Paramount Theater, Austin, Texas. Oh, it's deep, nice down there. Deep in the heart. It is? Yeah. Who have you seen there? No, I I don't know the, the arenas. I'm just saying the surrounding area is very nice around. Got there. it. So, it's you know, if you're going with Katie, like, you can enjoy a nice stroll it's just down, me. downtown it's Austin. me, me, Cliff Bogart, and Paul Gandersman. Well, you guys can enjoy a nice stroll as well. Yes. They're fun guys to stroll with. You guys would probably be fun to stroll with, too. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to everyone. We'll be back next Tuesday. Have a nice weekend. Watch wrestling. Goodbye.